0: Welcome to Be Nice to Yourself podcast that will give you practical tools to finally be nice to yourself so you can stop yelling at your kids and enjoy being a mom. Using coaching and lots of love, I'm your Russian Canadian host, certified life coach and mom of four, Natalia Schneidmiller. Hello guys, how are you? I am going to talk to you today about confidence, Okay. I've had a lot of people come and want to work on their confidence, mostly all of my clients want to work on confidence, and I truly believe that our perception of ourselves and our confidence will for sure affect how we show up with our family, and if we believe that we're not confident and we are frustrated about that, and because we're not confident, we're not going for the job we want, we're not trying things we'd like to do, we're staying safe, we're being scared, we will take it, that frustration out on others one way or another, whether it is active by screaming or yelling or inactive by uh, being tense and not present with your kids, with your family. So, the one of the nicest things you can do for yourself, I believe, is being honest with yourself and... If you are like me, before I found this work, I didn't know what, what, like, what you're talking about. What is honest? I, I have no idea. I'm so confused. Honest about what? What? What is the truth? I have no idea anymore. That's where I was, and so I found a my mentor and my coach who really made like made sense of life for me. And that's what I picked to be my truth. So that's what I'm being honest with myself about. And so I want to show, share that truth with you. What is true for me? What do I choose to believe? And if that makes sense, you can adopt that belief and really tell yourself the truth. Whenever you kind of get lost in the in the thoughts of life and feelings, so you can come back to this truth and be honest with yourself, like, what is really going on here? And... Um, so I want to by telling you my truth I want to demystify confidence for you Um, most like most of people in in my life we the way we talk about it is is this confidence is, is this big thing and it's this thing that people either have or don't have and how do they get it we don't know you know, some people just are born with it. Some people are more confident. Some people are super confident. Some people are just shy, you know? And so we carry these beliefs that are very vague. We refer to confidence as this ginormous thing that's out there that you can either get or not get, or maybe you can't get it, or maybe you're born with it. And we, by looking at it that way, we uh, are not helping ourselves in any way, right? And uh, here's my definition. Of course, I borrowed it from my coach, but I kind of applied it to my life and made it my own with my own experience. And here is how uh, two ways I define it. So, first of all, confidence is simply a feeling, okay? It's not a thing in you that you have or don't have. It's not something you can go and get out there, it's not something that you can buy, right? It's simply a feeling you have and you feel, it's a vibration in your body that you generate or don't generate by a thought or sentence, sentence that you're thinking in your head, okay? That's all it is. So you can literally be feeling confident in one moment because you're thinking a thought that generates uh, confidence for you. And the next moment you can feel self-doubt, which is the opposite of confidence, right? Because why is that? Because your thought would change, right? Here's just some examples of uh, confident thought, the thoughts that create confidence. I can do this. I can try. I can record a podcast. I can take the kids to school. Well, not right now, but (laughs) in general, I can pour a glass of water. For sure I can right? Like, all these thoughts, when you think them, you're certain, I'm confident, I can do this, I can pour water into a glass, right? We never question that confidence that we can't, right? These are just some examples. The examples of thoughts that create self-doubt, which you might be thinking is, oh, I'm just not sure if I can do this, right? Like, these are obvious things, thoughts, that, um, create that, but we, when we believe them, we think we're stating the truth of, of us, but really we're just saying our thoughts out loud and those thoughts create the feeling for us, right? So I'm not sure I can do this. I don't know if I can. What if I fail, right? I just don't know. I've never done it before. This won't work. There's so many other ones, right? These are just a few examples, Okay, so when we think them, we create a feeling for ourselves, and that's all it is, okay? So, uh, the definition of confidence, if you think of feelings, is willing to feel any feeling. If you are willing to feel any feeling in life, you can say you are confident, okay? So, what about, what about all the things that happen in life? Let's look at them. Like, let's look at the worst case scenarios, right? Let's say somebody close to you that you love dies. Okay. What is the worst part of that happening? You might say, well, they're dead. It's terrible. I I miss, like, I miss them, right? Well, why is that bad that you miss them? Well, I just, I just, can't see them anymore right you'll say i really want them to be alive. i want to talk to them okay why is that bad why is that terrible what's terrible about this part and you might say well i'm just gonna i'm it's i'm gonna feel sad i can't see them anymore right i wish they were here i um so when i ask you what's terrible about that what's the worst part about not seeing them anymore you, what's terrible about that is not that you can't physically be with them anymore, but it's your experience of it. You are thinking, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't see them anymore. They're dead. They're not here anymore. You will generate a feeling for yourself, right? It could be pain, could be sadness, could be grief, could be um, anger. I wish I could see them, but I can't, right? Could be, could be all like disappointment, could be um, all sorts of different things that you could be thinking and feeling because they're not there anymore right and if we really think about that like if someone 's not there, the fact that they're not there is doesn't cause you to feel anything is how you think about it how what you what specifically what specific sentence you think about it will determine how you feel in your body and the reason we know that's true is because you know different people might think different thoughts about that person not being there and they will feel different feelings right based on those thoughts and also as the time progresses right you might feel intense grief and sadness as um, the first days after they leave and, but after, right, your feelings will change depending on your thoughts, right? So two weeks afterwards, you might be in a different feeling than the first day. A year after they have passed, you might have made peace that they're not there anymore. You might feel at peace when you think, okay, you know, they're not here anymore. You feel peaceful, right? So uh, this is just to show that depending on what you're thinking, your feeling and your body will change, Okay. So if we take anything in life, like, for example, someone dying, right, the worst thing about that will be a feeling you're feeling, okay? It won't be them not being there. It's just what you're feeling when that happens. If you get rejected for a job, the worst part about that would be feeling rejected or feeling not good enough, feeling inadequate. If we if the worst thing that can happen is a feeling, okay, in any scenario, then, and the feeling is just a vibration in our body, then what we could say is that, you know, the vibration in our body cannot harm me. Even if it's the worst feeling in the world of grief and sadness and pain and and just suffering, we are actually able to handle that. How do we know that's true? Because we do. Everybody in the world suffers every day with pain and sadness and grief. And we're not harmed. We're not worse off, right? Unless we're resisting that feeling and then we carry it with us longer, right? So... If you are willing to feel any feeling that comes with anything that happens in life, then you truly can have confidence in yourself to handle anything that happens. Okay, so that is the definition that my mentor taught me. And if I look at life, and I think uh, in those terms of the worst thing that can happen is a feeling, and I know I can handle any feeling, then I am willing to do anything in the world. I am willing to experience anything, any feeling, and I'm willing to do what I want to do because I know the worst thing that can happen is just a feeling, right? So um, two uh, misconceptions that people have about being confident and I think the reason why people come to me and they want to work on confidence is because they think they will be happier when they're confident. They think, think life will be easier because that's what they perceive it to be to look it is for people who are confident. they look at us and they think, oh that looks that looks better than how I'm feeling. I want some of that, right? And I want to bust that myth for you. It is not true. you're not happier. When you're more confident, you still have your life is still 50 50. Okay. Your results in your life might change. It might be more fun, more fun, more fun to have different problems, but you still have doubt come into your head. You just have the answer for it. It's not that then no doubt comes in. It's, 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 I might argue it's still, it's even harder. To be confident because you don't have an excuse not to do this thing that you know you can actually do. For example, today, sitting down to record this podcast, I had all the doubt I could have. I was thinking maybe they don't need to hear about confidence. Maybe they need to hear about this thing or this other thing. Or maybe I'm not sure. And I really had to sit down and I knew the answer is. The answer for me to do is I have to do this podcast. I, I, dis- I made a commitment to myself. I am doing it no matter what. And so for me to sit there in indecision and doubt and I'm just not quite sure is not the answer, right? So I still have the doubt, except now I don't have an excuse. I don't have an out, okay? I have to proceed. I have to execute on what I committed, okay? So I might argue it's actually a lot of responsibility, Right? And that's why a lot of us hide in the indecision in the, I don't know, I'm not sure, I haven't done it before, because it is more comfortable, it's less scary, it is familiar, okay, that is, that, that I know for sure, okay, for me, it is not, life is not happier, Uh, it's more fun, it's more challenging, there is more fear, there is more contrast, there is more drama that... That, that's how I experience it, but it is what I live for. I love it, right? So I, that, that's when I feel most alive. But again, if you're thinking you will be happier, that is not true, okay? Uh, doubt, you will still have lots of self-doubt. It's just a normal part of the brain, okay? So that's myth number one, okay? Two myths. The doubt, you won't have any doubt, that's not true, and you won't be happier, that's another myth. And the, the main myth I want to kind of dis, like, destroy is that confidence is this big thing that you can either get or not get, or you're born with or not, not born with. That also is not true. Confidence is fleeting. One moment you think you can do it, you feel confident. The next moment you think, maybe I can't, and you don't feel confident, okay? That's as simple as that. And if we think of it in those terms, it is a momentary thing, then and momentary feeling, which is created in your mind, then we can actually do something about it, right? Then we're like, oh, okay. Well, I know what thoughts are. They're just sentences in my head. And I can pick a sentence in my head that actually creates confidence for me. Okay, I can work with that. And that's what I love about this approach. It's very practical. You can apply it in in your life anytime on anything, okay? Um... And the last thing I also want to add here is that there's this big um, belief that people have is that, oh, you know, if you, if you do something, then you will feel confident that you can do it. If you are successfully achieve something, like that's what, you know, my husband always encourages me. He's like, oh, just do it. And then you, and then you, you know, you have to do it to then be confident to do it. And that's why we, you know, we encourage our children just to try, try, and then you'll see, maybe you can do it. And we also encourage our children to practice. We practice and try and learn, right? We explain that to our children a lot and that it doesn't actually come easily. like, no, 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 no. Like, if you can't do your math problem, it doesn't mean you can't do it. We for sure know you can do it because we've done it. And it's a thing. It's a process. You have to learn, you have to practice, you have to fail, and then you'll be able to do it. And then you will know you can do it, Right. And so there's this big um, thing where people believe, okay, I need some proof, I need evidence to believe I can do it. And that's why us as adults, we have a hard time believing something that we haven't done before, right? Because we kind of get stuck in this plateau of, okay, this is what I can do, this is what I've been able to do in the past, and this is what I am keep doing, Right? But whatever, sometimes, you know, when we want to create something new in our life and we haven't done it before, our brain tells us, well, I don't know if I can do this. I haven't done it before. And we start basing our capability on the past. And the past, we haven't done it before. So we're like, so because we don't have the proof yet that we can do it, we think we don't have the permission to believe this thought that I can do it. So then we say, okay, you know what, let me just try, right? So we sometimes like kind of make a little loophole, say, let me try, I might fail. And we sometimes try. And if we are successful, then we, we, we feel confident that we can do it. But I want to make stress it here so much that we don't feel confident that we can do it because we've just done it. We still feel confident that we can do it because of this thought that we're thinking, I can do it. Us having done it, is not what's making us feel confident, us thinking this thought, I can do it, is what will always create that feeling of confidence, and it's just that once we've done it, we are actually believing that thought, we're like, oh, now that I've done it, now I've shown myself that I can do it, now I can fully believe that I can do it, right, and what I want to offer you is that you can believe this thought, I can do it even before you give yourself evidence. And in fact, that is actually what is required of us is to imagine a possibility that we can do it before we have evidence. That's why we even try, right? That's why we give ourselves permission to try because we open up a possibility that, oh, I can do it. You know, just like with uh, me going for my... Uh, money goal this year and coaching hundred people and co- me comparing it to last year. Last year, I had a goal of coaching 30 people and I had zero evidence I, that I can even coach. Zero, zero evidence. I haven't coached anyone before, like before 2019. So for me to say, you know, I, I can do it, I had to imagine that I could do it, right? And then once I got, the, and I didn't have any evidence. For me to have my first coaching session, I had zero evidence I could do it, but I still did it, right? And so I still did it. And once I did it, once I coached 30 people, and then I I was more, I was believing the thought more that I can do it. But it still was up to me to think this thought and believe it, right? So this is... Um, I, I give you full permission, right? To believe something that you have not yet done before. Did you know that you can believe anything you want about yourself? And there's no belief police that will come around and say, Nope, you haven't done it before. You can't believe that. That's just fraud. That's just stupid. That's not true, right? Like you can believe and you can believe anything you want from about yourself and from that belief why is that important because from our feelings drive all our action all of our actions right if you think oh i'm just not sure i can do this so let's say going for a job you don't you feel discouraged you feel doubt from doubt you do not submit a resume You do not um, think of ways that you could help this company. You complain. You whine. You think of all the other times where you couldn't do it. You look for all the evidence to support this idea that you cannot do it, and in the end, you're not doing it. You're not offering your services to this company, and you're not doing it, right? Right? Not because you just can't, but because you're having this thought, I can't do it. So then you're making it true in your life because of the actions you're taking from this feeling of doubt. Okay. So, so if I was to leave you with this one thought today is confidence is simply a feeling in one moment in time. You can feel it one moment. You can feel it, not feel it the next, and it is created in your mind by a thought that you're thinking. Of course, you have to believe the thought that you're thinking. You can't just, you know, keep saying the mantra in your head. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. And this is where the coaching work comes in, where you have to find what it is that you can actually believe in now, right? We call it like the the latter thoughts, right? If, I, if you don't believe you can do it yet, you could say, well, I could try. I could try once. That creates a bit of confidence in you just to even try that one time, right? You could say, I could, I could try five times and I, could, I am willing to fail three times, right? So you can find those thoughts that actually you believe in, that create that confidence in you, that drive the action that you want. That's, that's the one thing I want to tell you. And the, the last thing is that you can believe anything you want about yourself. What is it that you want to believe about yourself? That is available to you without any proof, without you having done in the past. And then once you start believing it a little bit, once you open up that possibility, you will create that in your life. That is all available to you. And in my next uh, confidence episode, I'm going to do, this is part one. I will do another uh, episode on confidence next week part two where I will talk about how you can create it and what are some of the ways that I have done it for myself uh, in my life and kind of some of the obstacles that you might come across okay it's not rocket science (laughs) I love how my coach says that it's not rocket science and you can do it too have a fantastic week I love you bye Mm -hmm. If you are someone who's ready to stubby yourself up, to be confident, to connect with her kids, come and have a free session with me where we talk about how, what you're going through in your life, where I can help you right away, and how I can help you in the future. Okay, you can find me on Instagram, I'm under coaching underscore Natalia, or you can go to www. @coachingnatalia.com i will talk to you soon bye